0: Yo, today's QOD is you can't quit before the miracle happens. Here we go. back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxon of seancroxton.com. We got Greg S. Reed on the show today. And he's going to pick up where Les Brown left off yesterday as he shares four stories about the power of being fully committed to having self-discipline and never quitting. Greg S. Reed, he's coming up.
1: Now, for those of you who don't know a lot of my work, this is where I began. It all began with this book. It's called Think and Grow Rich. Raise your hand if you've ever heard of Napoleon Hill or Think and Grow Rich. Okay, cool. Now, this book here. Now, you keep your hand down for this one. This actually comes from the Napoleon Hill archives. This right here is a leather-bound collector's edition that nobody else has. This is like, I I just told you, no. And so the, the, the thing about this is it's really cool. Is that when I started working on the Napoleon Hill Foundation, they told me a story behind the story. You see, Napoleon Hill, when he was 23 years old, he gained access to the richest guy of the world. His name was Andrew Carnegie. Now, Andrew Carnegie owned U.S. Steel Corporation. This is how rich this dude was. It's like, imagine putting Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, uh, Oprah, and Branson together, all together in one place in one room. He was richer than that. And the whole idea is this guy literally was the king of the world. And he took a liking to him, and after, it was supposed to be a three-hour interview. It turns out to be three full days and three full nights. At the end of the interview, he, Carnegie goes to his guest and says, you know what, I kinda like you, and I'm gonna give you an opportunity. He says, work for me for free for 20 years, and I'll send you on a mission to meet all my friends. You'll pick their brain and you'll write the first ever formula for success called Think and Grow Rich. Napoleon Hill reached in his pocket and said, work for free for what? And thought about it, says, Mr. Carnegie, not only will I accept that mission, I'll actually complete it. Carnegie takes him by the hand and says, you not only got a job, you're going to actually complete it. And all of a sudden, Hill thinks to himself and says, gosh, how long are people going to talk to me? I'm nobody. I'm not connected. And Carnegie says, that's easy. I'll write you a letter of recommendation. When they see it, they'll know I sent you it. They'll give you all the time you want. Sat down with Edison, Einstein, Ford, Rockefellers, Alexander Graham Bell, picked their brains and created what we know now is the 20th best-selling book in the history of the world the Bible of personal development. But here's what's cool. Carnegie was a stickler for action and gave his guests only 60 seconds to make up his mind. When Napoleon Hill walked out of the office, Carnegie pulled out a stopwatch. There was 31 seconds left. But what gets really cool is that Carnegie made that same offer to over 250 men before Napoleon Hill. He was the only person to accept it and say yes. Because everyone gets stuck with that stinking thinking, that bad case of the one size. They let that big butt in the way of success. And I realize it's the people that are willing to go all in and give it a shot that come out on top. Well, that was in 1908. You fast forward 100 years to 2008. The president family of the Napoleon Hill Foundation wrote that same letter that Carnegie wrote to Hill, and they gifted it to me. And they asked me to follow in his footsteps and basically got the Willy Wonka magic golden kingdom pass, so to speak. So I have now access to the most powerful and influential people alive today. And that's how I got the opportunity to hang out with these people and become friends with them. Well, the first book that they asked me to do, which I don't think I've got a copy here, was called Three Feet from Gold. And I got to tell you, Three Feet from Gold is one of the coolest stories. It's the very first chapter of Think and Grow Rich. It's this guy named R.U. Darby gets gold fever. He goes out west and starts digging and discovers a couple nuggets. He hides it and buries it because he gets excited and goes home and tells his family. They chip in money to buy equipment to pull out by the truckload. The first ore cart comes out, woohoo, it's filled with gold. He kept digging though and the gold ran out. Kept digging, there was no more gold. Defeated, Darby walks out of that mine and says, I quit. He sees a junk man walking by, he says, hey man, give me 200 bucks, I'm gonna sell you this mine all the equipment, I'm going home. Well, the junk man realizing the equipment was worth thousands because the family chipped in, and said, sure, you got a deal. Darby goes home, a quitter. But the junk man goes to the engineer, says, what happened? He says, this guy hit gold and ran out. And the engineer starts laughing. He goes, everyone knows that's mining 101. Gold runs in a straight line. It's called a gold vein. What Darby did is he came in one side, hit the gold, and popped back in the dirt. He goes, go back to where they discovered treasure. Go three feet, 90 degrees, the opposite direction. You'll tap into the vein. Not only did he pull millions upon millions upon millions of dollars out of that mine, that's what fills Fort Knox today. And the moral is how many times have we or someone we know quit one class short from a degree or sales or marketing or marriage or whatever it is? And it's the people that persevere and go that extra step, they're the ones they tell the stories about down the line. You can't quit before the miracle happens. The first person they asked me to interview, the Napoleon Hill Foundation, it's like a mission impossible thing falls on my lap and they say, We want you to go meet this guy named Dave Linegar. Oh, okay. I ended up sitting down with this gentleman and said, you want to get into real estate in 1970? What was it like? Did you want to quit? He goes, every day of my life. And he goes, for two years, every phone call that came in was from a bill collector. I was so embarrassed when the phone would ring, I'd run across the hall and pick it up so my secretary wasn't put on the spot. The third year, they threw me in jail, calling me a fraud and a liar. I said, what'd you do? He says, I took my attitude from trying to prove you wrong to something more important, just prove myself right. He says, I knew I wasn't what you're calling me. He said, I had the courage to pick up the phone. I called every bill collector back and said, look, I'm going to be honest. All the money's gone. I don't got 50 grand I owe you. I do have $50. I'll send it to you with a promise. I won't quit. Don't give up on me. He said, I called every collector every month until the fourth year. Someone finally believed in me, bought the first business called Remax Real Estate. He goes, I'm nothing. He goes, but how many people's lives were changed because I wouldn't quit? And how do we know that someone sitting in this room isn't about to give up on their own dream? Because Visa was calling them on the way in. (laughs) From there, I got to sit down with the guy building the elevator to space, the Mrs. Fields cookies, from Miss America to the guy who started NASCAR. I got to go face-to-face with amazing people. Who here would like to have gone with me to meet all these people? No, you wouldn't. I invited hundreds and hundreds, and no one showed up. Hundreds upon hundreds, and no one showed up. Time off work, money, exp- whatever story they told themselves, they couldn't do it. Now, remember how Napoleon Hill was never paid a penny to write Think and Grow Rich? Well, when the Napoleon Hill Foundation gave me this opportunity, they said it's very appropriate to pay you that same way. <laughs> I got nothing. I was the first guy in San Diego to short sell their house. I took my two Mercedes-Benz, and I voluntarily repoed. I hawked my Rolex watch. I went all in. I says, you know, I can always get stuff back. Will I ever have this opportunity? And for three years, I went on a journey with nothing, but just a dream so I could sit down with the greatest visionaries and pick their brains, which has now made me millions upon millions of dollars. And the moral is, so many times, people get caught up on today's thing rather than rewarding their future self. And for myself, I go, I'm going to be kind to that future self. If I want to lose 10 pounds in a month, that means i got to put the Twinkie down today. If I want to have more money in the bank, that means I got to put 10 bucks away today, and by being kind to that future self, amazing things happen.
0: That was Greg S Reed. His website is gregreed.com. You can check out today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called The Power of Perseverance by Greg S read that is it for me pick up your merch your tees your hats your mugs your hoodies your tumblers your cups coffee cups all that stuff over at qodmerch.com also follow me on the instagram and i will see you tomorrow i'm out peace